they're all uh, leaders in their own way and um, we feel like they can add something to the group. Um, obviously with Sammy Doherty not being out there um, for the entire year this year, um, there's seven guys who will probably you know, likely play every week and we feel like having those guys um, directing, especially a lot of young guys around them, is really important. Um, and they've all deserved to be in a leadership group in their own right. That's Mark Murphy, the captain of the Blues, getting ready for a big 2018, talking about his uh, fellow leaders there in the Navy Blue Jumper. And yesterday they were announced, and one of the names and was very, very familiar to Carlton fans, Silvani was his surname. He's come across from Fremantle, Alex Silvani, after um, seven years over there and made a fair impact, it seems, to be voted into the leadership group. We think it's a fantastic story. When I talked to him about it, he joined us this morning on the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Good morning, Alex. Morning, guys. How are we? We are very well, thank you, Pell. Um, you've made a pretty big impact 12 months in to be voted into the Carlton Leadership Group. Was you, is there something you um, thought would, would happen? Did you yearn to be a leader of the Carlton Footy Club with your experience when you got there considering the demographic of the list or did it just sort of unfold? Um, no, always. Uh, I mean, from the start, I've always... I mean, I've been around great leaders um, at Frio, um, at Carlton in this recent year, whether it's coaches or players, so... Um, for me, yeah, it's always something I wanted to do um, from an official, you know, responsibility point of view. But um, I see the playing group such a young group. Um, for me, it's you know we're really strong in our values, and uh, for me, that's something I wanted. I wanted to drive and um, be a part of, and really grow myself. So uh, it wasn't. It was something I've always wanted to do. But yeah, I mean, it's, I'm wrapped to be a part of it this year, and um, yeah, it's a great privilege. I want to go back a little bit further, Alex. Did, did you think that your career was was over when it when it didn't work out at Fremantle, largely through a lack of opportunity? Yeah, I did. There was, I suppose, I was ready for the next phase of, of my life and moving into that. And um, this opportunity popped up, and I thought, you know, I've still got plenty uh, left to give, and I didn't want to turn around in thirty years' time and go, oh, I wish I took that opportunity. You know, growing up, I supported Carlton and. Um, yeah, really love the blues. So I thought this is, you don't often uh, realise your childhood dreams. And for me, I just, yeah, I thought I'm going to grab this opportunity and go for it. But you know, I was, uh, yeah, I was coming to terms with finishing up at football, with football. So um, but the opportunity came up and, yeah, again, wrapped to, be, wrapped to be given an opportunity and to be in this position. So are you a better footballer now than you were at Fremantle or is it purely and simply down to to opportunity and then I guess the confidence that comes with getting a, a greater opportunity? Um, uh, oh, yeah, look, I'm always continuing to grow um, for myself. It's the opportunities that you get. You're always, you know, growing with those opportunities like the young guys and they're, you know, playing games, they're experiencing it, living it um, and really growing from that. So for me, um, being backed in by, you know, bolts each week has been fantastic and um, yeah get back to playing my natural football and really enjoying it and uh, really growing along the way so I mean I've always felt like I've you know been a competent footballer and um, always wanted to you know always dig in and have a crack so for me I feel like um, I'm in a really good place and um, a really great environment which is so supportive and always um, encouraging growth each time we go out there. So going back to Whitey's question about um, whether or not you thought it might have ended uh, after Fremantle, when you did get the, the other opportunity, the new opportunity at the Blues, did it change your perspective on on what football was to you? 
Um, not really. I mean, as a person, uh, as a person, it was sort of okay. This is always, like I said before, I had that mindset of you know growth mindset, and always want to be in positions where it's going to test me, and always but want to be in uncomfortable positions. So I'm continually growing. So um, for me, having a young list as well, seeing a young list and that potential to really lead them, and you know they're hungry to be led, and um, they're really driven for success. So to be a part of that. Um, and really encourage that that growth in the younger group and um, be a part of that leadership drive um, was something personally that I wanted to do and you know grow in that regard. So um, yeah, look, it's, it's the environment that we're in and both that Bolt's created in Murph and you know the leadership team has been fantastic and um, just being part of that being part of that environment. Um, continually growing and see where these young guys get to is, yeah, something I'm really excited about. Alex, you're obviously the leader of the defence. Jacob Weedering, he's been up and back and he had a so-so year just gone. I mean, do you, will you be having him alongside you in defence, do you think, more this season? Yeah, definitely. It was all part of the plan for Jacob. He's such a mature young guy. You know, I get along with him really well. We have really robust discussions about football and life in general and um, I think for him that was part of his development you know it's so much pressure put on him as a number one draft pick um, performing his position each week but he's still young he's still growing so he's what 20 20 years old so um, that flexibility in his game is something really important from a young age I know Matty Pavlich was you know all Australian at centre half back so um, and then went forward and he's a player that he was so um, these young guys have got experience, different positions, and I think with that comes that empathy and understanding of what it's like in the different positions and what you need to do um, at your end of the ground. So, I mean, he's a great young kid and a great footballer, so and he'll continue to grow. And um, Yeah, I think he's really suited to down back, but there's an opportunity to go forward as well at some point. Now, Alex, as you know, the summer, it's all about pitches of footballers with their gear off and how good they <laughs> yeah. look. Charlie sure. Kernow seems to get a lot of attention from Carlton fans. I get very excited about the kid. Yeah, yeah. We've seen the talent. Give us an insight into this. I mean, is he about to go berserk like we all think? Yeah, I think he's, um, he's so exciting to watch a train. He's um, yeah, just a remarkable athlete. Ed, Ed Kernow is the same. They're those two, are, I don't know, that would have been an epic household. Um, as a young as young kids, but um, they are yeah just competitive beasts. And Charlie's just naturally a freak athlete, and um, he's got the right mindset to really take a hold of games and um, really yeah win the game off his boot at times. So for him, he needs yeah it's sort of about understanding um, what the game entails, and you know he's become such a good player. He's going to get more attention, and um, he needs to understand how to work through those those games where he's getting more attention from the key backs and whoever it is. So um, I'm really excited to see what, what unfolds this year. He's been burning up the track and yeah, really impressive and getting those Instagram shots, his body's looking all right. So um, <laughs> on social media, to be honest. So I um, don't quite understand it, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, really excited for Charlie and um, really excited for this year to see what he's going to produce. 
Would you liken him to anyone you play with at Fremantle? For those that perhaps haven't seen a lot of Charlie, aren't Blues supporters and don't watch a lot of teams uh, outside of their own team when they're watching the footy. Would you liken him to anyone you've played with there or come across yeah. through your time there, or is he just different? some regards, but I think Fifey is probably the biggest um, the best comparison for me, just his ability to you know, hang in the air and take those remarkable marks and um, just his athletic ability Fifey's a great runner and um, Charlie's an exceptional runner as well so just that athletic ability is yeah, the, the comparison between those two um, that's where I see it as a, a Fifey mould what about Mark Murphy as a, as a leader? We know him because we watch him play as a, as a captain, and he's you know he's been one of the, the the really good midfielders now for a very long time. But what what makes him a good captain as someone that now you, you sit alongside in the leadership group? Yeah, I think for Murphy it's the, the experience that he's had, um, the experience in the leadership group, in the leadership group. As you know, the leaders aren't born; they're you know developed along the way, and having come through the system and um, having leaders, great leaders around him um, has really formed him as a, as a great leader and um, really strong character. So um, there's plenty of respect from the coaches, plenty of respect from the playing group um, and just the way he goes about his football, his professionalism on the field, off the field and um, the way he ignites the group. So um, yeah, for me, I'm wrapped to be alongside um, someone with his leadership capabilities, and um, I'll continue to learn from him as well. So, um, yeah, really excited for him to go around again, and um, yeah, looking forward to the, to the year ahead. Now, one player you won't be able to play with this year, but he's still vice captain of the footy club, is Sam Doherty. Yep. Um, yep. What, what's he doing around the group that um, has maybe surprised you in the impact he's he's having? Because my understanding is he's almost like a pseudo assistant coach for you uh, in 2018, being out with his knee. What, what, what surprised you? Um, I think it is that role that he will play as, you know, that sort of um, that coaching uh, player hybrid. Obviously, not playing, but um, he has just a great understanding of the game. Great understanding of the players. He has that self-awareness um, and that emotional intelligence to be able to connect to younger guys. So um, he's going to play, you know, really active role off the field in his coaching. The way he sees the game is, you know, so important for us and young guys. So you know, to really educate these kids coming through. Um, but at the same time, he has that empathy as well. He understands the game. He understands what players are going through. Um, so he's had some great input in meetings along the way and um, particularly for guys that are, you know, defenders that are coming through. He really understands understands it, understands them and can really teach um, them the right way. So he's been fantastic in that, in that new role. But at the same time, we've, you know, he is a player first and foremost. So um, he needs to understand that, yeah, that's where he's at and he does. So, um, yeah, he's... Alex Savani with us on the Breakfast Club in the leadership group of the Blues, getting ready for Big 2018. Last year, Alex, it was about green shoots. It was about uh, the group evolving under the tutelage of Brendan Bolton. Yesterday, we hear Mark Murphy say there's going to be attacking layers 
added to the game style this year for Blues fans. Are you talking number of wins? How, how do you prepare to, for an outcome this season? What, what sort of parameters are you looking at? Yeah, look, we, we don't ever talk about um, or put a number on the wins or losses. Um, we're all about building that synergy amongst the group. We're still you know, a young group and the list changes we've had in the last three years has been significant. So um, we're looking for that stability and cohesion um, on the field and off the field. And for us, it's just working on ourselves. And uh, as Murph said, it's that you know, attacking flair and make sure our lines are all really connected and um, it's grand final standards each week and uh, really living the values. So we're not going to put a number on wins and losses. Obviously, we want to win as many games as we can, but at the same time, we follow the process and we understand it gets the job done in you know, games quality against quality opposition. So um, we'll keep practising and working on what we need to do and um, we'll go forward from there. Well, looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds in 2018. Alex, well done on your elevation to the leadership group. It says a bit about you as a human being, let alone a footballer. We look forward to seeing you in 2018. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Alex Silvani from the Blues with us on The Breakfast Club.